is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson Carpenter. Before I introduce today's topic uh, for our podcast, I'd like to let my listening audience know that the Working Woman Radio Show is actively looking for sponsors. Advertising your business on the Working Woman Radio Show is a great way to build your brand and to support meaningful programming. We have several different sponsorship packages available, so please, uh, if you'd like more information about becoming a sponsor, go to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com, click on the link for sponsorship, download the information, and give us a call. We will be happy to help you. Now that that bit of business is out of the way, um, I wanted to talk about podcasting, of all things. Um, Over the past year or so, since I started the show, I've had several different people reach out to me personally and ask me for information about how to start their own podcast. So I thought I'd dedicate a couple of episodes to talk about the topic. A few weeks ago, I did episode one which primarily focused on the basic elements of podcasting. Um, I talked about the various different pieces of equipment that you'd need, software that you need, technical stuff. And my plan was actually to delve deeper into the technical aspect of it. But after talking with um, a few more people um, about podcasting, I realized that there are some fundamental things that I think people really need to understand before they jump into this um, realm of, of media, into podcasting. I think there are some misunderstandings. I think there's some misconceptions. And I really want to deal with that um, more than I want to deal with the technical aspect of it. I think until you get that down, then um, you can have the best equipment in the whole world, but if you don't get these fundamentals down, you're not going to be successful in your podcasting. So let's talk um, some about um, some of the basics, some of the fundamentals of what it would re- what it really takes to be a good podcaster. So there's a few questions that I want you to consider. And question number one is, is podcasting the right media platform for you. Um, One of the things I think you need to decide is that every platform, every media type isn't right for everyone. And just because it's popular, just because you see people doing it, I know, um, you know, there are literally thousands, maybe tens of thousands uh, of, of podcasters out there. The market is saturated and you think, well, if she can do it, I can do it. Well, not necessarily. I mean, you can do anything, but the question is, can you do it successfully? Now, I think a lot of things, you need to take a lot of things, or you need to take several things into consideration, depending on your personality, your communication style, and the type of content that you're wanting to present. Um, it could be showcased better using another type of media. Now, I'm an extrovert. I also have a lot of experience with public speaking. I'm also a journalist uh, and a writer, and I've done tons and tons of interviews. Um, so doing a podcast where I sit down and interview a variety of guests really works for me. Uh, and I also have what they call the radio voice. I mean, I'm cute enough. 
Um, but radio is my thing. It's something that I've always been into and that I love. So podcasting is closely related to that. So this really works for me. Now, if you are wanting to present some type of deep, thought-provoking material on a particular subject like racism or social injustice or politics, writing an article may be a better way to get your message across. It may be a, at least a good place to start, um, to start with initially. Um, now, and once you've written a few articles, you may find that there's a lot more interest, that you have a lot of interest, that people are really giving you great feedback about these articles. They want to know more, which naturally may lead you to doing a blog, or it may indeed lead to you doing a podcast. Now, my daughter, Adriana, uh, she has a YouTube cooking channel called Cooking at the Coffins, which makes sense since she's a coffin. Um, now, of course, a cooking show lends itself naturally to a video format. So that's what she uses. She wouldn't do a podcast for a cooking show. Now, that might, um, she, in addition to the video, she's thinking about adding a blog. But again, those two things lend themselves more to the kinds of, uh, to the kind of content that she's presenting, which is my point. The particular media format, the, tip, the particular kind of platform you use is gonna depend a lot on the kind of content that you wanna share. So just keep that in mind when you are deciding whether or not you wanna do a podcast versus a YouTube channel, versus a blog, versus just writing an article. You've gotta keep all that in mind. Question number two, have I picked a broad enough topic or theme for my podcast? Uh, and this, I, could, I can't stress this more because this can make or break you. Um, I was looking on Facebook the other day. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups, some specific to podcasting, and I saw um, someone trying to break into podcasting um, sharing their frustrations because they had picked the topic. Don't ask me what it was. I don't remember it, but it was something super niche. Um, and they basically ran out of material. Um, so there is a reason um, why I'm stating what I'm stating. There's a reason why I chose to do my uh, podcast on The Working Woman. And my podcast, as you know, is called The Working Woman Radio Show. Talking about women... Uh, and who work gives me unlimited topics, you know, programs, um, you know, sessions, episodes uh, to talk about and discuss. I've been able to, uh, in 18 months, I've talked about self-care. I've talked to women in leadership. I've talked about uh, entrepreneurship, life seasons, knowing your life season, what life season you're in. I've talked about, I've interviewed doctors um, about weight loss. Um, I've interviewed women on how to get organized, finding your passion, how to cook quick, easy meals, and a host of other topics. It is unbelievable how many topics I've been able to talk about. Some of them I've actually revisited and, um, you know, and gone, you know, taken different slants on 
on you know, on a similar topic, on the same topic, but I've just kind of gone a different way. I've been able to dig into the topic a little bit more. So there's an, there's an unbelievable amount of things you can talk about when you talk about women in work. Um, but let me give you an example of what would be something that's too niche My husband and I love to restore furniture. We actually restore furniture. Um, it's a side gift for us. Uh, we, have a, we have a little business called Revamped Furnishings. Uh, and so we love to restore antique furniture. Now, we could have decided, I could decide, hey, I want to do a podcast on um, antique furniture. And that may be something to do, but it's a little bit, in my opinion anyway, it's a little bit too niche. Doing a podcast about home decorating uh, would be a much broader topic, a much broader theme. And underneath that theme, if I wanted to, I could talk about how to, you know, you know, use antiques in your decorate in your decorating, you know, how to maybe maybe even refinish a piece that you might um, want to use and place in your home. Um, that would be a broader thing to talk about rather than just antique furniture or restoring antique furniture. So just keep that in mind. Before committing to a theme, I suggest this. I suggest that you try to come up with a list of at least 10, 12, 13 uh, episodes. Then look for uh, similar podcast recommendations on Apple Podcasts. Examine their popularity. See how their podcasts are doing. See this number of reviews they're getting. See the number of followers they're getting from social media. This will let you know whether or not um, you're on the right track. And don't be, don't be, don't let the fact that someone else is doing that scare you off. There's plenty of room for competition. But the trick is to find a topic that's broad enough um, that will allow you to have a wide enough audience, but also that you know is interesting and maybe even has a particular slant. Uh, you just don't want to get too niche because you can end up running out of material. And if you run out of material, you won't have a podcast. The next thing that I would uh, talk about would be the next question I would ask myself for those of you who are thinking about um, doing your own podcast is, and this is important, do I have the skills and the ability to do the work required to produce an excellent product. Let me tell you something, people. There are so many people out there trying to do this, and um, unfortunately, uh, a lot of it's not done very well. And I think in order to really, um, you want to be the cream of the crop. You want to rise above. Um, I personally don't want to put out a product that's subpar. Um, so and I think that sometimes people underestimate the time and the energy and the skill level that it requires to do a job, jobs in general, this job in particular. And just because you like to talk a lot doesn't mean that you're going to be able to create good content over a long period of time. I don't like to be a naysayer. I just want the I want you to be successful at what you do. And because of that, I want to just I want to I want to, you know, I want to tell you the truth. Um, you may like the idea of having a podcast, especially since so many other people are doing it and it looks easy, but being able to produce a quality product week in and week out is hard work, let me tell you. Creating good content requires much more than just being in front of a mic 
and talking. It requires a certain skill level, communication skill level. Um, and it really requires having a team, even if it's a small team, because it's hard to do all of the parts. There's a lot of moving parts, a lot of moving pieces that come in producing a podcast or YouTube channel. Um, and you need people to help you. Um, because you can't, you know, you might be able to do it all, but it's rare that someone can do it all. Um, let me talk a little bit about the team for a minute. In my case, my team is made up of, of course, me, my husband, and my uh, college student daughter, uh, Adriana. My husband happens to be a communication manager. Um, so he edits a lot of my material. He's also highly technical, so he's my audio engineer. He's going to be the one, after I finish my recording, he's going to be the one to put the music on it, uh, the music track to everything. He's going to be the one to edit out any mistakes that are there to make sure everything is balanced. He's doing... He helps me with the post-production work because that's all the work that's done after the fun stuff is over. The fun stuff for me is actually sitting down and interviewing, but there's a lot of stuff that has to be done after that. There's graphics that have to be put to everything. Like I said, there's um, the audio stuff that has to be edited and tweaked. Um, so a lot goes on behind the scenes. And you need, if you can't do that yourself, you're going to need someone to help you with that. My daughter, Adriana, she helps me come up with new ideas. I bounce a lot of stuff uh, and she helps me, um, you know, you know, navigate that process. Um, she also assists me with the social media because, you know, it's not enough to just produce a show. You got to get it out there to um, to your audience, to people. You want folks to know, um, you know, uh, where you are, who you are, what you're doing, uh, and that and that requires doing social media weekly, sometimes multiple times a week, just to you because you want to you want to get an audience, you want to grow an audience. Um, so she helps me with that, and as a bonus, both her and my husband uh, have been guests on the show, uh, which has been really, really nice, and that fills in the gap sometimes if, um, if I don't have an interview scheduled for that week. Producing a good production also requires a lot of detailed preparation on my part. And I'm not just talking about the initial setting up of a, of a podcast because there's a lot of stuff you have to do on the front end. I'm talking about the, um, the details that come in producing a show each week. Let me, let me give you an example. Although I am um, a very talented speaker, I've spoken um, to many, many audiences for many, many years. I've been a professional storyteller. Um, I'm, a, I'm also a writer. I'm, I'm a journalist. Um, I, I write out all of my shows, and maybe that is because I am a writer. I, I, I do show notes for every um, episode um, that, I, that I produce. Um, I also research each topic beforehand. Now, some topics I know a lot more about than other topics, um, and also... I, if I don't already know the person well that I'm interviewing, I read up on that person. I want to know who they are, of course, what they do. I want to know the highlights of their career. I want to know them. So when I sit down at this mic, I'm not, you know, I'm not flustered. I'm not, it's not an awkward conversation. Um, and so I spent a lot of time beforehand doing that. Another thing that I do for myself and for my guests is I write out 
questions. I give them the questions, the interview questions, well ahead of time, usually several days ahead of time, so that they can read through all of the questions, familiarize themselves with what I'm going to ask, you know, write down notes. Some people feel more comfortable having notes in front of them um, when they do an interview. Some people come to it very nervous, but they're this allows them, giving them the questions ahead of time, allows them to be prepared. So, but in order for me to do that, I've got to make sure that I've written all of that out. I've emailed all that to them. And that's what I mean about detailed preparation, um, you know, before every show. So it's not just a matter of coming to the mic and just talking. Um, there's a lot of preparation that goes into each show. Um, and I do this because, like I said, it allows my guests to um, feel more comfortable. And I cannot tell you how many guests have told me, oh, I was I was pretty nervous. But, you know, having the questions and you, you know, pulling me along really just made it feel like a conversation. It was great. This was just wonderful. I love that. I, I know when, when, I, when they tell me that, I know I've done my job. So now, and, and you have to be honest with yourself. Not everybody wants to do that kind of work. Um, so it's important to, to know yourself. It's important to do an honest assessment of your own skills, your own abilities. And you can even ask someone to help you do this. You know, sometimes it's hard for us to be um, objective. Uh, so having someone to to bounce these ideas off of, to talk about whether or not you should even, you know, whether or not a podcast is something for you is, you know, that's a good thing to do. So talk with, talk with a friend. Now, I hope that um, this didn't discourage you. The things that I just mentioned, um, it was meant to. Um, it was meant to just provide a realistic view of what podcasting is, and um, and so that you can decide whether this is something that you want to move forward on for yourself. Now, for those of you who missed part one of starting your own podcast. I recommend that you go back to the Working Woman Radio Show, uh, my main webpage, uh, and click on this episode. That episode, uh, in that episode, I talk a lot more about the technical details of um, of starting a podcast. I talk about, you know, um, the types of equipment that you'll new use. Um, you know, I talk about the computers, and I talk about the, um, the software. I talk about things like microphones and uh, all those little technical things. So if you want to know more about that aspect of it, I highly recommend that you go back um, to episode one of Start Your Own Podcast, and you'll find out more about that. Also, give specific recommendations on um, um, on particular brands that you might look at purchasing. So all that stuff is there. So I hope that this will help you um, get a better idea of, uh, of podcasting, a more realistic idea. Uh, and, and I wish you the best for those of you who want to move forward, go for it and feel free to reach out to me with your questions. Um, I want to hear from you. For those of you uh, who haven't already done this, I want to encourage you to subscribe and download episodes of the Working Women Radio Show by going to www.theworkingwomanradiopodcast.com. You can also find us by visiting the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network and clicking on the Working Women Radio Show icon. Um, I'm going to include some links um, at, at the bottom of this particular show page of this episode. 
um, things that I think what might be helpful for um, for those of you who are interested in podcasting. So don't forget to scroll down to the bottom of the page and check those out. For more information about upcoming podcasts and Working Woman Radio Show events, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page. Please become a friend. This is a great uh, space to ask your questions, to leave your comments, um, and we really want to hear from you. So please become a friend uh, and, uh, and, and and go on there and ask your questions. Well, that's it for today, but God bless you all, and we